Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Huggins is out at West Virginia as head men's basketball coach. We'll react to that news, what's next to the university, and why this is kind of a learning case for a lot of folks out there when it comes to how we treat our coaches, the pedestals that we put them on, and more. Uh, this is the Neighborhood Watch. I am not going to promote this show fully today because we're dealing with some relatively serious topics uh, in the case of Bob Huggins. So just to let you all know, Neighborhood Watch, I am Josh Neighbors. We're part of College Football Crystal Ball, part of the 365 Sports Network, we cover all things Big 12, conference realignment, all those all those types of deals, uh, Big 12 football and basketball, although we are college, uh, crystal ball college football. So once again, Josh Neighbors here. Uh, the reason why I'm actually on this show at this network is because of you know a decision I made with, with some Bob Huggins comments, right? This offseason has not been a good one for Bob Huggins. He has not covered himself in glory. Um, and he has made two very critical mistakes. Uh, I played the audio on my old show and my company a lot of time locked on said, we don't do hate speech here. Even though I was against it, I played the audio and I was, I was canned for playing the audio, even though I was saying this is really terrible and bad. And I argued that maybe Bob Huggins isn't fit to be coached. So let's, let's start there. Bob Huggins, uh, not fit to be coached. Uh, he was arrested on Friday night for a DUI. He blew a two a point two one. The legal limit is 0.08. He did not know what city he was in. He was in Pittsburgh. He'd mentioned Columbus at one point, F failed multiple field sobriety tests. And also there were beer cans in his car as well. Um, he resigned following that. And in a statement, he said, well, I've always tried to represent our university with honor. I have let you all down and myself down. I am solely responsible for my conduct and sincerely apologize to the university community, particularly the student athletes, coaches, and staff in our program. I must do better. I plan to spend the next few months focused on my health and my family so that I can be the person they deserve. Uh, and also uh, uh, President G there and GFG, I always forget what they say. And also athletic director Ren, ba uh, Ren Baker had a statement. We support this decision so that he can focus on his health and family. On behalf of West Virginia University, we share our appreciation for his service to our university, our community, and our state. During his time as a student athlete, assistant coach, head coach, Coach Huggins devoted themselves to his players, to our student body, to our fans and our alumni, and to all West Virginians. His contributions will always be a part of our history. The days ahead, we'll focus on supporting the student athletes in our basketball program and solidifying our leadership for our program. All right, folks. So this is this is what it comes down to. So some of you all might think I am slanted when it comes to this Bob Huggins conversation. Uh, I am not. I have no ill will towards Bob Huggins. Uh, like the person that he is, I, I don't necessarily think he is, uh, you know, I would not be handing out any kind of men of the year awards to him. 
Uh, I'm not saying a lot of us deserve them, but whatever. But the argument I'd originally made about Bob Huggins after his comments on air, uh, when he did that Cincinnati radio interview and he used uh, gay slur is that this was not the conduct of somebody who is representing a university of somebody who is one of the highest paid state officials of somebody who is the most recognizable person in one of the most recognizable people in the state. There are no pro sports teams in West Virginia. Mountaineers are a huge deal. It's a fantastic, wonderful fan base. I have been to games there before. I've interacted with many of you all on this channel and other channels as well. You all have a fantastic fan base, uh, West Virginia fans. You all have a great fan base. You all love your Mountaineers. And he right now is the most popular man in that entire, you know, an entire kind of athletic apparatus, right? He is a Hall of Fame coach. But those comments, plus his recent performances, plus his age, plus some other kind of other factors that, you know, we're seeing come up now kind of made me think like if they were going to make the split, this was probably the time to do it. This was probably the time where Ren Baker had the ability to make a choice and say, you know what, coach Huggins, this is kind of time for us to let this, to let you go. Right. Um, let's see when, when the, I forget exactly when he made those comments on the radio show. Right. So let's see, May 10th is when the punishment happened. So yeah, you know, he was, he was doing, I guess, you know, use the gay slur or whatever, uh, back there in May, May is a difficult time to, to fire him too. But like that was kind of the excuse to make the break, right? There's still guys in the portal, still guys figuring out where they're going to go. Your roster isn't all the way set. I mean, it's set in some ways, but it felt like that was the time to do it. And West Virginia, they cut his salary. They suspended him. They basically put him on a one year contract. And I, at that point I was like, you know what, this does make some sense. I still would not have I'd want him coaching my team, but also, you know, from my perspective as well, like Ren Baker is the new athletic director and you can't just can the most popular guy because it would really make the donors upset. That is the argument folks could make. So I understand that on the other side of things, like you get paid a lot of money as an AD and you do have to make some tough decisions. And that is a decision that they should have made. Hindsight is not 2020 because I think we could have used some judgment back then. And the reason that I'm saying this is because the alcohol and stuff has been a problem for Huggins for a long time. And look, there are a lot of people who struggle with that. I saw some numbers that more people than ever are drinking, you know, now, and, and people have issues with that. But still, as it, as his position goes, he has a responsibility to his players, to his administration, to his, you know, uh, to the fan base, to conduct himself in a way that, and it has a higher standards than that we, you know, we hold ourselves to, but also at the same time, you get more leeway in that position, especially if you win. And he got a lot of leeway. You know, if I had made some of those comments that he had made, I would have been fired from my old jobs. I was fired for playing what he said. And so because of his pedigree, because of what he means to that state, he was able to keep his job. And a lot of folks went to bat for him and he embarrassed all of them with this. They went to bat for him a little bit under a month, a little bit over a month ago. And at that point, that should have been a dead giveaway to Bob Huggins to change some of his conduct, but he did not. And a Hall of Fame career comes stamped right now. I mean, he might get another chance, but at this point, it's, it's ended. He went out on his own terms. He went out, Bob Huggins went out on his own terms. And his own terms were the way he was conducting himself. He did it his way. 
he made a bunch of he, he made a bunch he made so he used some gay slurs he also said some unbecoming things of catholics as well you know was, was taking shots at catholics uh in, in trying to demean catholics i i should say and then also they find him drunk off his you know what blowing up 0 0.210 0 0.08 is the legal limit does not know what city he is in a slash tire failing sobriety test with beer cans over all over his car. And I made this comment on Twitter. I will say it again. He goes out like a frat boy and good riddance to somebody who's acting like that. I say good riddance because there are a lot of players who love Bob Huggins and they should. And there's, he's in a lot of good. He is in a lot of good, but there are a lot of people who do a lot of good who are not publicly embarrassing a bunch of other people at the same time and get second chances and then spit in the face of the people who gave him the second chance. So as much good things, as many good things as he did. And look, this is not me saying you all have to agree with this. This is how I feel about it. I have no bone to, I, I have, we had him on a million times at Sirius XM. I really enjoyed listening to Bob Huggins do interviews. He is an, he was an old curmudgeon. I really enjoyed it. There were some times to be honest though, with y'all, I mean, there are some times where I was questioning, you know, was he sober doing an interview? Um, and I think there are people questioning that. And I think it's fair to question that, especially now, you know, I mean, the guys had two, two DUIs, you know, and, and look like most people go through their lives without getting a DUI, right? It's kind of how this thing goes, especially the way he got one. So I think it is totally fair to be like, you know what? Uh, you know, he did a lot of great things also, but he's going out disgrace and we should not want people like this in our sport. You can, once again, you can be a great leader, leader and a great, and a great guy, you know, a guy who's doing a lot of good, but also if you're not conducting yourself in a commiserate way with your position and you're embarrassing people and a university, you got no place. And also he's hung his players out to dry. He's hung the fan base out to dry. Pete, guys, the because the roster this year was going to be so good, you know, if you have a top 20 roster, like realistically, you can make a championship game, right? I mean, even if you don't have a top 20 roster, we've seen teams, you know, uh, you know, we've seen Cinderella runs, VCU and, uh, uh, you know, San Diego State, you know, they're probably actually probably a top 20 roster. We know what I'm saying. Like, not one that we think is one of the, you know, surefire. It's not, it's not the college football playoff. And they were going to have a really good team this year. And they let him off the hook and said, all right, you can still coach this team. And he acted so selfishly. I mean, the thing was, whether they were going to fire him or not, he had a chance to either put an exclamation point on his career or extend it because he had this really good roster. They cut his contract, but they gave him some slack by not firing him. And he was going to have an opportunity to do some really big things this year and also do some stuff that, look, he, he's been in the NCAA tournament a decent amount, but they're not going to Elite Eights and Final Fours, guys. This is, not a, this is not a school that's been like, you know, consistently making deep runs. The I, mean, I, I thought that team that lost Syracuse should have went a lot further than it did. And, and last year's team, you know, craps out against Maryland. That's when they would beat Alabama, but I thought they should have beat Maryland. If they were a better team, Maryland was Jekyll and Hyde all year, and West Virginia didn't close the show, didn't beat them. Um, and so, like, you know, I thought performance-wise, like, they are getting to the tournament, sure. But this was not a team that was, you know, winning on a, on a Baylor or even a, a Baylor, even Baylor, Kansas kind of type clip and, and type way. And so, um, you know, you had a chance to, to really, I mean, put a, put a exclamation point on your career. And he did in a, in a different kind of terrible way. And once again, now guys, like these players, a lot of these guys are seniors. Now we're going to have to find a place to play. And sure. A lot of the good ones we will be able to guys will find places to play, but it's not going to be for the number one coach they wanted. They're going to be going into in the middle of the summer. I'll, I'll tell you guys what, like, you know, we all, 
if you all hung out around athletes and stuff in college, like if you're doing, you know, press events, uh, you know, at, at the gymnasium or wh wherever it is, like you all, or you're going to the rec, whatever you'd always see those guys were out playing basketball with each other on the basketball team. And honestly, like that's, you know, because the coaches can't fully coach them unless they have an international trip and whatnot. And there's limits on off season workouts. That was kind of, that's kind of the way those teams gel. That's the way those guys kind of get their rhythm and fluidity together. And those guys are number one, you know, it's going to kind of break up just a little bit here at West Virginia, but also those guys do other directions and, and kind of have to start integrating themselves with guys who know each other pretty well and guys who are living together and guys who are becoming friends and starting to gel already. And those guys are going to make their way in. And it, it's really sad because I know how excited West Virginia fans were for this year, but Bob Huggins conduct repeatedly has now put them in a, if there was, if this happened once, if this happened just by itself, I mean, it's embarrassing, but I think he saves his job. The fact that he stacked this on top of each other, you know, I, once again, I would like to fire him. I would have fired him, but it's just me. The fact that he stacked this on, it's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And look, like, I feel bad for West Virginia fans. Um, I don't feel bad for the administration and I don't feel bad for Bob Huggins. I know he has a problem. I just, like maybe you should have addressed it after the first, like you should take a look in the mirror if you're going on a radio station in the middle of the day and being like, yeah, let's drop a couple gay slurs in there and talk bad about, you know, make some comments about Catholics and whatnot. And guys in that interview, I've, I've listened to it. I trust me. I've heard the audio a million times, obviously. Um, they say we're on air coach. You're on the air. Like there's no debate about it. And he, and he, and he did that. And then he goes and does this after he gets a second chance. How much sympathy, like he's got a problem. I hope he gets help. But when somebody tries to tell you who they are, you should listen. It's really difficult for people to change as they get older. And I'm not saying it's impossible to, but do we really think Bob Huggins was going to change in any meaningful way? We all kind of knew what was going on. We all kind of like, we all kind of knew. And, and it sounds, I mean, I don't know if people said stuff to him, but um, you know, like I, th I think that kind of habit at that age can really hurt your health. And also, you know, I, I question like if he can burn the candle at both ends the way that a lot of us do, or a lot, you know, a lot of younger coaches able to, you know, if he's got that kind of, look, there's a lot of folks out there, I'm sure have debilitating, whatever it is and, and are fighting through it. And I, I hope he does get help. I really do. But am I supposed to feel bad for him because he went and did something that most of us would have gotten fired for and still got to keep a job where he's going to make millions of dollars and it's still beloved and still gets to do what he loves to do. And then also goes and, and makes another mistake. Like I know correcting problems like that's very difficult. And I know, and I, look, I've got folks in my family who have tried to do it. I know people who have tried to do it. It's very challenging, but you are accountable. Like whether it's to the, like you, you are accountable to the kids, you know, to your children. If you're a father, right. To your, to your players, if you're a coach, to your donors, if you're the athletic department, you know, to, to the fan base, if you're a coach as well. And when those people show you grace, you spat in their face. People talking about telling me to pray for Bob Huggins and whatnot. Like, I hope he does get help. But man, you got to want to help yourself. We can want him to help himself all he wants. He's got to want to help himself and he doesn't want to help himself. And, I, and I'm sure people around him are now making calls and trying to do it. I hope he gets the help that he needs. But, and you all don't have to feel the same way. But look, this, and I'm glad I can speak my mind on, on at this place. And we can all disagree about this because this is bigger than basketball. At this point, this is bigger than basketball. This is about 
an individual. This is about a group of players. It's about a fan base. It's about, about uh, the athletic department. This is about the state of West Virginia. This is about the way that we hold coaches accountable, the way that we hold them up. I think there's so much that we can talk about and break down. And like, what's the right amount of valuing winning? What's the right amount of forgiveness? What's the right amount? Because I look, I think these two things are tied together. Like, I, I don't think, this is my opinion, to be honest. I do not believe that Bob Huggins' interview and his arrest uh, are two totally separate incidences. Um, I think Bob Huggins did not sound like he was all the way there. And once again, we had him on Sirius XM where he was not all the way there. All right. And that's a problem because, you know, whether he was drunk or not in the, in the, in the interview where he used the gay slur, it, it doesn't really matter that much because um, there have been other times where, you know, where you were doing it. And like either way, you could potentially embarrass the university. If you're going on there, guns a blazing, drunk or not, and using that kind of language, you're going to embarrass the university. Or if you've been drinking and you go on an interview, you put yourself at risk for saying something potentially embarrassing and embarrassing the university. Have I done a radio interview before with a, with a white claw in hand? Have I done a couple of these shows before where I've got, hey, I've got, I've got myself a white claw in my hand. You know, we're doing a show, whatever. Sure, sure. Somebody could have easily been killed. Somebody could have easily been killed because he was outside of a you know, Taylor Swift concert. And I mean, my God, th those things have been madhouses. Uh, she has been selling out basically every stadium she has been in. And so we're talking about a guy that could have easily, easily, caused a much worse problem. We're lucky it only ended the way it did, but still it's kind of catastrophic the way it's ended. I mean, it's a hall of fame career that is being stamped by this right now, by this embarrassing action where he's embarrassed the university. He's embarrassed the fan base. He's embarrassed the players. And once again, there are a lot of players who love Bob Huggins. They really do. They love what he's done for them. He has helped a lot of young guys in some certain tough spots and he is a tough love coach. And I, I understand that, but this is not somebody who should be teaching young people how to make their way in the world. Um, this is, uh, that's pretty clear to me at this point. And look, I'm not saying that there aren't other coaches out there. I don't think Chris Beard, I'm, I don't believe Chris Beard should be out there coaching. I feel that pretty strongly uh, about, you know, what kind of guy he is and, and what kind of person that, you know, I, I mean, I fraud is the word that came to my mind. And I'm not saying with the, you know, the entire, it, it's impossible to rid the entire world of people who are frauds, whatever, uh, you know, we're doing, but like, this is multiple embarrassing things. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think there was enough accountability. I don't think there's enough accountability. I think it's pretty clear there's not enough accountability. Um, whether it be drinking, and you know, I, I, somebody shared a picture today where he showed up at an event and, and immediately started drinking a beer, you know, and it was, and that's fine. That stuff happens. You know, I, I see Arkansas coaches out. You know, I saw Sam Pittman and co having a great time at the Arkansas Derby. That stuff happens. Like it, it, they're allowed to go out and enjoy themselves. Totally fine. But when you, when you do this on the, like you have to be more careful after what he did and getting a second chance. And he wasn't, and didn't really seem too concerned about it. Guys, I've gotten, and once again, it's nothing personal with Bob Huggins. Like, you know, I, Chris Beard too, got this, I got the same, the same, and Mark Adams too. I mean, if what he said to his players true, get the hell out of here. Like you make so much money. You should be an upstanding citizen. You should be like a pretty, like your record should be, you should be, pretty clean with a lot of this stuff man you really should be you people make mistakes sure but i mean there needs to be some costs associated with it i know he got got a punishment but let's be honest his hall of fame record is what saved his ass from being fired not the fact that everybody deserves a second chance that's how this game works that's how this business works your wins and losses your record is what saves you 
most of the time from getting punished to the extent at which you should be punished normally, right? I mean, Hugh Freeze, my God, is calling hookers off the school phone and cheating up a storm and gets to go to Liberty and they get to play like, you know, man of God is at a place like that. And all of a sudden we're back and guess what? Hugh Freeze's offense is killer. It kicks ass. Rick Pitino wins everywhere he goes. So guess what? They get to get back in the game. That's what saved Bob Huggins ass the first time around. But guy like that should not be coaching young people should not be coaching young people. And also at a certain point, like you, you're going to convince, I mean, it's going to be hard to convince me that he's changed. I was skeptical that he would change at, at, at 69. The first time we had an issue with it. I'm skeptical of it now. Um, so, you know, not sure how, how, not sure how bad we're supposed to feel for him. Feel bad for West Virginia fans out there. And look, you all disagree with me. Then you all may disagree with me now. That's totally fine. This is not me trying to take a victory lap either. Uh, seeing a Hall of Fame coach go out like this is sad. Seeing a fan base that, look, you all know what you're in for for football, it seems like. It's not going to be a fun year. Seeing a fan base have so much hope and have that taken away from them for because the most popular person at the university and a legendary coach embarrassed you all twice and spat in your face twice, it brings me no joy saying that to you all. None. It, it's, not, it's not exciting. Like, West Virginia doing well is good for us. It's good for the show. It's good for everybody involved. It's good when Big 12 teams succeed. But, you know, hey, maybe it had to happen this way. You know, I say this like Bob Huggins goes out on his on his own terms. He caused this. This is the way he got to make the choices. He got he gets to choose to go out this way. Uh, You know, I know the university is forcing him to resign and whatnot. He chose this. He chose this. Make no bones about it. What happens for them next? (sighs) Monday is tomorrow. I've not seen the portal numbers. I guess we'll see. If you're really bad for those kids, those kids should be able to go wherever they want to. It's tough. I hope West Virginia is going to be able to retain some of them. We'll see what happens with the coaching and whatnot. I know that a lot of folks have talked about how a lot of the assistants on the staff talk about other guys who are hung out to dry. Assistants on that staff, their contracts expire soon, right? Because uh, July 1 is that calendar flip, I believe. And so I saw that some of their coaches, they have contracts that expire. If a new coach comes in, he might want some of his staff to come in. And so some of these guys, you know, I think Jeff Goodman made the point, a lot of these guys, they're not sure what's going to happen. That's really difficult too. He did that. To, he and Bob Huggins did that to them. That's that's that was his choice. He let all of them down. Uh, and you are more accountable. You should be more accountable when you're that coach. You get the adulation. You get the love. And I'm not sure Bob's interested in that. But you get the accolades. You get a longer leash when you win. Sure. But you're now on the hook for more people, and you make a lot of money. And so that's where we're at. It's a complicated issue, guys. And look, and once again, I'm not asking you all to feel the same way about it that I do. I'm not asking you all to. I'm a bit more hard line when it comes to this stuff. I think there's nuance in every situation, but like we're talking about, you know, multiple screw ups in the ways that he screwed up in the situation he screwed up in. I think uh, my level of anger is, is appropriate. Uh, you know, I think it's appropriate um, to see it, to see somebody do that. And, and look, West Virginia fans, once again, you all can be sad happy, you all can feel whatever you want. Um, you know, I, I I'm not like, I do hope Bob Huggins gets help. He has to want to get the help. It's really challenging to get help sometimes, but you have to want it. You have to want it. Um, I think you like, I think you can not feel bad for somebody and also desperately want them to get help. I think both those things can be true when it comes to people. So lots going to happen. A lot of people are going to be affected. I know a lot of people already affected and I hope everybody can kind of, we can kind of work towards a better resolution because West Virginia fans, I know you all feel like the odd man out sometimes in this conference, in this league, um, I know things of football have not been great, great year in basketball. 
uh, or excuse me, baseball. And I know, you know, basketball, you all are excited for next year and to have that taken away from you sucks. And their programs right now in a, in a, in a spot of transition are in a really difficult spot. I was talking to somebody about this last night about the spot of transition that they're in. It's a really difficult spot to be in because these four schools are coming in and West Virginia is staring down the barrel of, they're going to get some new facilities for football, but they're going to have to make a choice. Well, not a choice. The choice kind of already been made. Neil Brown's gone. So, so you're going to basically toss away a year this year, in my opinion, toss away a year this year. And then um, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to find a new coach, but you've already given one year for the new schools to adjust. And you've not necessarily, you've not really been in that, uh, you know, we've been talking about how often these teams rotate at the top of the big 12 in football. You haven't really been in that conversation either. So their, their major athletics are in a difficult spot. And once again, it's amazing state. You are awesome, awesome West Virginia fans. Okay. You all deserve better. Um, and look, I understand why you all stood up for a hall of fame coach. He's, he is your guy. That's what fan bases do. So they, that's, there needs to be some nuance. I mean, we can't just blindly follow everybody example here, but I understand why you all did it. And he spent, you know, he, he kicked you in the balls basically on, on that. So, uh, all right. Follow us on Twitter at NWPod365. You guys can find me at Josh neighbors, underscore subscribe to the show, like the video, crystal ball, college football. And once again, guys, this is not like something that you all have to agree with me on hundred uh, percent. Reasonable people can disagree. So please make sure you guys, if you guys want some more uh, opinions and thoughts on stuff, we cover serious and kind of, you know, uh, more fun issues as well in the show. Uh, but we'll talk to you folks soon.